Hello and welcome to Lazada Insider, featuring knowledge that makes a difference. We share trusted insights, forward-looking perspectives, and exclusive expert interviews to keep you ahead of the curve. This series is brought to you by Lazada Group Strategy. Hi, I'm your host Katrina and welcome to Lazada Insider. If you enjoy this series, make sure to subscribe to follow this channel. Our focus today will be on Ramadan, which is around the corner. This is a month of spirituality, introspection, and connection for over 220 million Indonesians. However, as the country is still not out of the woods yet of the pandemic, this year's Ramadan will again be different compared to pre-COVID-19 times. So what are the key learnings from Ramadan 2020 that business need to pay attention to again this year? And is there any new emerging opportunity in Ramadan 2021? Today, we are very excited to be joined by expert guest Pak Helmi from Kantar, one of the world's leading data, insights, and consulting companies. Pak Helmi has more than 12 years of experience in market research and brand management. And with his broad and balanced experience in FMCG, he has been dedicated to bringing insightful suggestions to business growth. Hi, Pak Helmi. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today on Lazada Insider. Hi, Kat. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Great. You are the account director at Kantar Wood Panel Division in Indonesia. Uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about your position and what it entails. Okay. Well, um, as an account director, I lead a couple of teams uh, that handles clients for Kantar Wood Panel. And uh, the main purpose is that we want to always uh, make them understand about their consumers and by that, inspire them to find opportunities for growth. And um, how do we do that exactly in World Panel? So basically, we track real FMCG purchases that is done by the households, uh, spread across our panelists uh, in Indonesia. And from that data, we can understand what do the consumers buy, what's in their baskets, where do they buy it, how much do they spend, and of course, the most important thing is we can track them uh, over time, meaning we will know if there are changes uh, within the consumer's behavior. And um, I think it's very important for uh, this time because you know everything is uncertain and the clients would uh, want something to help them navigate and then find opportunities for growth. So yeah, basically that's what I do. Thank you, thank you. Um, absolutely right. Um, during this uncertain time, it is even more important for the brands and business to know more about the consumers and all the changes and keep tracking of everything. Um, yes. So maybe let's um, think a little bit um, back in 2020, right? Um, maybe yeah. you share a little bit of learnings and observations from Ramadan in 2020. What were the key impacts that COVID-19 had on the Indonesian consumers' mindset about Ramadan and how about their behaviors? Well, we all know that pandemic definitely uh, brings so many changes into our lives, especially the way the consumers think and also spend their money. Um, based on the learnings and observations that we did, there are three big things that mainly influence consumer shopping behavior. We internally call it as the anxiety trinity because, you know, this um, three things would definitely impact each other. And um, it's not just valid for the festive seasons, but it's also valid for the whole year. I mean, I think it's even valid um, up to now. 
So the first anxiety is regarding health concerns. As we know that, uh, well, there's no known cure yet for COVID-19, even though vaccinations have been uh, coming through. But uh, during festive 2020, it's still on the early part of the COVID pandemic, right? So people are worried about uh, their health. They want to uh, protect themselves. And how do they do this? Um, basically, they eat more home-cooked meal um, because they cannot go outside. So they, they spend more time in the home. They uh, try to eat something more nutritious, drink uh, nutritious things to help them boost their immunity. And they also do home workouts at home. So basically, um, Indonesian consumers, they want to be more healthier and protect themselves during these times. Um, and the second one is the anxiety on mobility. Um, as we know that uh, during the early times of the pandemic, the, there are many restrictions that is uh, given by the government. So we call it as uh, mini lockdowns in certain cities. And even the government has already issued a ban on traveling probably uh, a month before the Ramadan festive. So we cannot go outside. Um, stores are closed in, um, in, in certain hours and we cannot go back to the hometown to visit our families or relatives. So really, um, Festive 2020 was a celebration in isolation. So people are staying at home with their immediate families. Um, and I believe that this also gives attention because um, usually in Ramadan, people get more religious. They want to go out to uh, the mosques and then pray together, uh, read the Quran together. But um, last year, I mean, even the mosques are closed to avoid the bigger crowd. So yeah, um, I think that mobility tension is, um, is impacting on the way the consumers behave during Ramadan. And the third one is regarding financial concerns. Well, this is uh, a given because we know that the lockdown is uh, having having impact on the economy. Um, stores are closed and some companies are actually um, cutting off expenses. And um, typically, Indonesian consumers get an additional one month salary for, for them to spend during the festive. However, this year, um, many of the companies are holding back that uh, payment and either moving at the end of the year or sometimes they just don't uh, give out that payment. Hence, uh, consumers are worried about their job and also about their income. Um, so they have entered a more prudent way of spending, meaning that they only buy the basic basic needs, like for example, FMCG and also foods, and mm. they do savings. Of mm. course, the upper class consumers, they, 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 they still have uh, enough income, they're still buying this and that, but it's the middle and the lower class consumers that's the one, uh, that are pressured uh, in this year's festival. Yeah. So those are the three uh, key things that I believe have impacted on the uh, festive behavior in 2020. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Um, and you mentioned a little bit about the shopping part. What else do you observe when it comes to how consumers really shop differently in 2020 during Ramadan time? Yes. Um, basically, during Ramadan time, um, most of the sectors or the things that the people shop um, is, is regarding traveling, buying new clothes. Sometimes mm. they buy new electronics. 
um, yeah. and also dining out. Yeah. So in terms of their uh, spend, they allocate more money on these kinds of things. But however, because of the current situation, basically consumers are now more prudent and trying to save more money instead of yes, splurging it out on all those things. Um, there's of course less demand to buy new clothes uh, or new headphones, for example, because yeah, basically there's no point, right? You, you, you're spending time with your family. You don't really see new people. You don't want to brag with you. There's, there's no need to, to buy new clothes anyway. So that's why the spotlight is back on the basic necessities uh, such as FMCG. But hmm. they do still spend, um, especially for FMCG. However, it's more modest. So um, if I can share that, usually um, festive growth is on the double-digit side. So um, usually the uplift is around 10%. Um, mm. Sorry, the uplift is around, is around 11% or, or high double digits. But uh, last year, in 2020, it's only 10%. And compared to previous festive, it's only growing around 7%, which normally is around 10% and above. So yeah, mm. they, they still spend because, you know, festive is all about celebration. It's just that they're spending it more modestly, even for FMCG. Mm. And um, for the FMCG itself, what changed is around um, their basket types. So people are now prioritizing uh, more basic products in FMCG, uh, like food, culinary or food preparations. So instant noodles, cooking oil, canned food, frozen foods are on the on the top priorities when they shop uh, for festive last year. And um, they also purchased more healthier kind of products like milk. So yeah, liquid milk was on the rise um, last year. And, you know, all of those um, hygienic stuff like uh, hand sanitizers, everything that has something to do with sanitizing things um, was very popular on last year's festive. And um, the other thing that also changes is regarding gifting. So, um, festive Ramadan is actually a very important occasion for people to give something to their families and relatives. Um, and uh, last year, it was also still important. However, the things that they give is changing. Um, previously, people would give out like this uh, fancy indulgent product types um, like uh, biscuits in cans or chocolates or syrup or all of these uh, fancy hampers uh, for, for gifting. But last year, it changed into, again, a more basic staple foods. So yeah, they, they give out something like cooking oil. They give out uh, something like frozen foods again, uh, probably because it's more useful for, for their relatives yeah, because they spend time in home. So it, it helps them doing the, the cooking and, and uh, in home celebration so yes um, gifting is still there uh, however it's just changing on the type of products that is being given away and uh, we also noticed that uh, there are lots of uh, people trying out homemade products um, so there are there are lots of um, people getting creative inside their homes. They, they, they bake cookies and then they sell it out to uh, consumers through uh, social commerce. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, uh, that was a big trend in festival. Um, other than that, there are changes in the places where people shop. So 
normally um, people buy or stock up a lot of things uh, for festive in hypermarkets and uh, yeah we see a lot of queues um, the, the early times of ramadan was was the the, the main peak season and uh, peak timing for people to be shopping however uh, this year because people are avoiding big crowds so hypermarket is not really the most preferred place for them to shop they actually move out to smaller stores like mini markets uh, and even the traditional warung because it's closer to their house they mm. have the same products anyway so yeah it's it's more convenient for them to shop at these smaller stores and um, i believe e-commerce is also uh, one of the destination for people to shop online however for festive itself the growth for e-commerce is not as big as the uh, traditional brick and mortar stores yeah so maybe that's an opportunity also for the e-commerce players to how uh, do they engage consumers to try and shop more uh, during festive especially mm. yeah so basically um yes festive 2020 is uh, it's a more modest festive uh, in overall um again because of these uh, restrictions and lockdown so people are celebrating festive in isolation that's why the, this type of behaviors actually happen Ramadan is really um, coming very, very soon. How do you yes. foresee Ramadan will be like this year? Will consumer mostly <laughs> shop the same way this year uh, as of last year? Yeah. Um, well, if, if we look at the recent trends, uh, people are now already starting to go outside of their homes, even though not fully, uh, mainly it's just for work or, or, or more recreational activities. Um, but there are still people who's going to be staying at home and people are still careful uh, to take care of their health and they're also careful about their spending as well. So mm. I believe in general, in terms of the uh, key behavioral themes, it would be similar to Festive 2020. However, um, I do think that um, this year's Festive is more social one. Um, what I mean is that uh, when we had a survey uh, on 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 their behaviors for festive, they claim that uh, this year's festive they want to spend more time with their friends uh, because we have this tradition of uh, great fasting during Ramadan. So they want to eat at the malls, they want to go out with their friends, having small gatherings. They want to go to the mosque, um, and you know something to do um, and relieve their mental fatigue. Because yeah, we've been like this for the whole year, right? So their spending allocation uh, will be more diverse than last year's festive, uh, meaning there might be an increase in uh, spending for eating out, there might be an increase in spending for new clothes, for example, but it's not going to be back in uh, the previous years before the pandemic situation. Um, in terms of FMCG products, I believe it will still be similar. Um, it, it will be around culinary, uh, culinary, and then also health. So those are the type of products that will uh, be rising, especially during uh, festive 2020. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think one more thing Kat, that is interesting is that uh, we're currently waiting for the government's um, uh, decision regarding hometown travel. So yeah, we don't know whether it's going to be banned or not. If it's not going to be banned, meaning that the consumers will go back to their hometowns. And yeah, again, 
this will impact their spending as well. So probably um, looking at these trends uh, for FMCG, especially, it's gonna it's still gonna be growing, but even lesser than last year's testing because of uh, the many things that consumers will be spending this year. For for a lot of the businesses and brands, uh, Ramadan is also the time period that want to seize this opportunity because it's it's uh, around shopping as well. So, what would be your advice to businesses and brands to plan for Ramadan this year? I think the main thing is that manufacturers should really really understand who are their core consumers and who do they want to target. So, uh. After knowing this, then the, then the manufacturers will know how to promote their products uh, in the right way. So promotion is definitely going to be crucial. Uh, as you know, consumers, again, are limited in terms of, the, uh, the, of their spending. So how can manufacturers actually create this uh, exciting offerings for the consumers? And it has to be relevant. Like, for example, uh, should they promote this uh, fancy festive packs or they should promote the regular packs for festive and um, i do believe that because of what we learned last year actually the regular packs are the one that is getting more traction so you know um, the right sku is very important the right type of promotion is very important and of course you need to promote it in the right channel like you know um hyper supermarket is um is a channel that it's usually popular during festive, but last year people are actually shopping in mini markets. So how can they switch their uh, strategy to cater this kind of situation? Um, I also believe that the uh, omnipresence of the product is also very important. So while we still have time, probably you would want to put out your products also online. Um, so because people are searching for things online, right? Whether they buy it online or they go to the stores to buy it, doesn't matter. But uh, we need to ensure that your products are actually available in online and also offline. And um, yeah, because it's going to be easier for the consumers to access and learn and understand about your product. And uh, communication is also very important um, because consumers are now adapting to a new way of living. They are looking for things that are relevant to them and actually bring more value to the situations. Uh, for example, we know that consumers are seeking something that is beneficial for their health. Um, so you would want to tie in those health uh, function into your products. Of course, it should be relevant. Yeah, You, you cannot just uh, make it up because people would, would not believe it. And um, in general, the, the, the themes like um, uh, that is suitable for Ramadan is something all around heartwarming family moments, uh, togetherness, social responsibilities, and of course it's going to be tied in with uh, religious activities. So we'll, 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 we'll resonate more in the consumer's heart during uh, this situation. And um, of course brands should always, always uh, see to inspire, um, giving out things like food recipes, life hacks during this Kind of situation, healthy tips during fasting uh, will be very appreciated by your consumers because during uh, Ramadan, people are spending more, more time online because yeah, they, they, they don't have anything to do <laughs> typically and they will search for all of these things. So you would want to be the top of mind on that. 
Lastly, um, what is your advice to businesses on managing the period after Ramadan? Mm, yes, that's an interesting question. Um, first of all, we need to expect that after festive, sales will normalize. Uh, sometimes mm. even the dip is even lower than before festive, which is normal actually, because uh, the consumers will need time to recover from their big spending during the uh, Ramadan season, right? However, uh, manufacturers should not shy away from continuing to try to engage with the consumers, right? For example, um, still offering promotions, but maybe switch it out a little bit. So, um, for example, if uh, you promote a bigger pack, so now after festive, you promote a smaller packs because you know your consumers are having limited amount of money. So how do we ensure that they still buy your products uh, even after festive? Um, yeah, so they, you want to make them uh, keep within your brand. And of course, continue to create all of the excitements. Uh, so yeah, like, like your communications, your engagement will should not stop only uh, after, only during festive, so it should uh, also be continued. And um, of course, you don't also shy away from innovations, launching new packs, new flavors, uh, new new type of sizes. I mean, it will also help uh, engage with the consumers and keep the consumers within your brands. So yeah, I think those are the things. Yeah, indeed. Very, very insightful sharing. Um, and this brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you very much, Pak Helmi. You're welcome. Thank you. This is Lazada Insider, brought to you by Lazada Group Strategy. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you click follow and subscribe so you don't miss our latest insights and expert interviews. Thanks again for joining us. Until next time, take care. La Zara